It is the weekend of Sunday, May 15th, 2016, and you are tuned in to the Quaker Speak podcast. I'm John Watts. Thank you for joining us. Every weekend, we post a new episode of these short audio clips from interviews that we've done with interesting and thoughtful Quakers. Quaker Speak interviews are a little different than normal interviews. We actually start out in silence with our eyes closed in the sort of manner of worship of friends, and then the questions and answers come out of that worshipful silence. Um, so it's a it's a really fantastic experience um, to do these interviews, and I'm really excited to be able to bring you these conversations in the hopes that they are useful to you as a spiritual practice and that you can join us in that worshipfulness. Before we get started, I just want to tell you that Quaker Speak is a project of Friends Journal, which is a monthly Quaker publication. For a starting rate of just $28, you can get a year's worth of issues of the magazine, and it will also go to support all of the work that we do here in the Friends Journal office, including Quaker Speak. So um, visit friendsjournal.org slash subscribe. This week on the podcast, um, here in the United States, we have come a long way when it comes to understanding LGBTQ folks, how to best support them, and what kind of impact it has when we don't. Obviously, with the current debate about bathrooms in North Carolina, we still have a long way to go, but I think we can all say that we have also done a lot of work. Um, Worldwide, the story isn't quite the same everywhere. And since Quakerism is an international religion, what happens when our cultures collide within Quakerism? So as a gay Quaker pastor from Kenya who came to the United States seeking asylum, Justin Moore is a perfect example. I'm looking for a new family, honestly, because my family has disregarded me. You know, they did a ceremony in the African context of when you are gay or you commit suicide, they perform a certain ritual that people don't want to associate themselves with you. So to me, they performed it, like burned my clothes. They destroyed my things. They have sold my, my, like my commercial plots in town. Some of the things that I bought, they have sold my things, meaning they don't want to associate themselves with me. So I don't have a family in Kenya. I don't have support in Kenya. I don't have friends in Kenya. The law of Kenya is against homosexuality. If you are gay and found having sex with this, you know, person of the same gender, you are, you are, you go in, you are jailed for 14 years. People need to understand, you know, being what we mean by sexual preference and sexual orientation. I think that is the big thing that Africans are struggling with. Um, so if they come to the fullness of understanding what is sexual preference and what is sexual orientation, I think they can distinguish that and not demonize people. And I think it is just homophobic, you know. Being brought from, from where, I just don't know because people say it is a Western thing. But honestly speaking, it's not a Western thing because I have done research and I find out that in the African context, we have some terms that they use to refer to people who are having sex, people of the same sex having sex. And so it is something buried down that they don't want to bring it up, you know, and yet it is there. When I came out, a close friend of mine heard about my coming out and they demonized it. You know, they started calling me that um, I'm evil. 
I'm possessed. And they treat me as someone who is suffering from mental illness. I can say like what Paul says, a thorn in the flesh, something that disturbed me for many years. And so he wanted this thing to come out, but it didn't come out. It is something that I have grown up with like my entire life. The first time I discovered that I was gay, it was far away in high school. And I was being attracted to men sexually, those who dress well and they smile at me, they look nice, you know, it, it was just me. I would go to people to ask, I have these feelings about my sexual desires. How am I going to do it? So most of the time people advised me to pray and fast because they were telling me that it's a demon. Um, and so I believed maybe, you know, uh, people who are heterosexual and they engage themselves into um, gay sex, it is an abomination, it is, it is a curse. So I was praying God to lift this curse away from me. So it has been so difficult for me to reconcile my faith, to reconcile my culture and my sexual orientation. You know, people refer me to books like Leviticus. It is wrong for people to be together, have sex with the same gender. And then they quote so much what Paul said. Um, but you know, they don't look into the, to the culture of that time, the context and the content. Why did Paul say this? Or why did Leviticus, why did the writer of Leviticus write this? So they take the scriptures literally the way it is and they want to apply it. Maybe it was that time, it is not this time. So right now, I'm operating as a refugee, not on student status, but student vis-a-vis -a, a refugee. So I can't assure you like, I'll be going home right now, but I do love my country and I want to go back and support my country, but I have no means of going back because of the fear uh, that I have for my life. Sort of like my, I have shifted my <laughs> minds to be here and to look for the Quaker organization and work with or the Quaker Church to support me and to be there. Hakuna, hakuna mungu kama wewe Nakuwa budu, nakuwe shimu Hakuna kama wewe Nakuinua, nakubariki Hakuna kama wewe So that's this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. For more Quaker Speak goodies and to watch the footage of this interview, you can visit quakerspeak.com, where you'll also find a wealth of other Quaker-related content. We mentioned earlier subscribing to Friends Journal, but another great way to support Quaker Speak is by purchasing the DVD. It will make a great addition to your meetings library. Just visit quakerspeak.com slash DVD. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.